I don't know. Maybe we'll discuss this stuff and, uh, you know, you'll feel better. Get all fired yeah. up. <laughs> all fired I'm up. I'm fucking miserable. <laughs> Maybe there's a glimmer of hope on the horizon. We need uh, we need another arrest. Well, the Michael Flynn news is kind of good news. Yeah. They putting the squeeze on him. Oh, well, he's, well, I don't know, are we talking about that on the show? Yeah. I threw uh, it into yeah. the Trump stuff. I don't want to blow my load. <laughs> okay. I'll wait. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast for Tuesday, November 28th, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... Hi, I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Uh, this week on the podcast, we will be talking about sedition in Malaysia and the non-sectarian Bible Museum that was just opened, I think it opened, built in any case, in Washington, D.C. Mm. But first, if I break into a coughing fit, I apologize. I'm getting over a cold. Hopefully that doesn't happen. One thing that I wanted to bring up right away in uh, Saudi Arabia, a story we had last time was that there were something like 111 princes that uh, yeah. the mm. that Prince Salman had arrested, and he was doing this big power play. And the one question that came up was, how many princes are there? How big is the royal family in Saudi Arabia? And I just have a link to... Uh, I, I actually did a little bit of research on this, and these numbers are reasonably accurate. Uh, it's a link to the uh, ELI5 on Reddit. <laughs> Explain like I'm five. It's a very brief, succinct list of numbers. There are about 15,000 members of the royal family in Saudi what? Arabia. Wow. Yeah. Oh, this power <laughs> play seems way less exciting suddenly. <laughs> were, were, the, were the princes that he got, like... Of any significant importance, as opposed to the other fourteen thousand nine hundred and fifty. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he pulled out some. I mean, basically, my understanding is many, if not most, of the uh, princes who were arrested were the closer to the throne. Mm -hmm. The throne. Uh, so he was definitely making a power play. But uh, apparently, the founder of Saudi Arabia had roughly one hundred children. Forty-five of them were sons. Damn. So. He has a very large family now. <laughs> so he, this is going back to, what, the 1940s? Around there somewhere? 50s, Probably. Maybe? That sounds right. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. So how many wives did he have? And is that normal in Islam? Uh, it used to be. Okay. I know that it used to be. Uh, I think, in, I don't know about Saudi, but in some places it still is. Hmm. A polygamous relationship, one male multiple wives is common like i said i don't know about saudi or now uh it certainly was back then and yes he had many many wives oh here it says now that the law states a man can have no more than four wives currently okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> but when it was founded the uh i think the rules were far uh far more lax in in that as uh, far as wife having yeah yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna agree <laughs> with you there Especially if you're the founder, who's going to call you on it? 
Sure. Right. Exactly. So that uh, there's some numbers, how many princes there are in Saudi Arabia. It's quite a long list. But the lines of succession are not direct, though. It's not always to the eldest son kind of thing. Sometimes Correct. it's to cousins and uncles, and they have some complex method of figuring it out that I don't... I've never tried to figure out. And also, uh, I think it's very much up to whoever is currently king. Ah. They get to pick a a successor. Now, in this case, rumors are that the king has dementia, so I don't know. Wait, are you talking about the United States? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. So from there, I'm going to keep going on international news. Uh, In Australia, we talked about a vote for uh, gay marriage that passed uh passed quote unquote it's not a law it was just a popular vote 61.6 percent of people who voted favor allowing same-sex couples to wed according to the uh, bureau of statistics Hmm. you know i like the method that australia did even though it cost them a little bit of money with the mail-in poll I don't know how they did it. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. So they mailed everybody a they, they did a mail-in poll. Like, how do you feel <laughs> about gay marriage? And then, like, I believe it was 50-some-odd percent over. It was in favor of it. So the guys were like, okay, well, we know how to vote now. And they just <laughs> did it. And it's like, it's like a, you know, you don't have to talk to a pollster or anything like that. So your answer is most likely going to be true. We'll get to that when we talk about Roy Moore. <laughs> um, and then it's like, I always wondered that. Like, why don't we do a thing where, like, I mean, granted, I know you can't do it on the internet because things can be hacked these days. But mail in a thing. Say, how do you feel about this? And then everybody just mail it back in. And then they can go, okay, well, this is where the country lies. And then they can go, and we're going to do the exact opposite of that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, the problem about, though, is the popular vote is sometimes incorrect. We've talked about this before. I mean, um, women wouldn't have the right to vote if they'd have done that. Well, I'm talking um, nowadays. Like, I understand back then, you know, people were... Well, maybe that back then it's not that much different than now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it worked yeah. in Australia. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it seems to have. So mm-hmm. according to uh, the statistics, about 79.5% of eligible voters actually took part in the poll. Wow. So that's reasonably high. Uh, it's certainly not as high as, uh, what was it, the, the Indian numbers, the percentage were somewhere around 90-something percent. Wow. But uh, it's still still way higher than uh, we oh, get yeah. in the U.S. Absolutely. It was significantly higher. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're a little. it seems like they're a little bit more reasonable over there. You know, they had that gun thing, and they're like, all right, no more guns. And everyone's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, there I don't was a think little that, bit of rabble-rousing, but... <laughs> but for the most part... Go as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they got it to happen. The one thing that I did want to mention about this is it is not law. They weren't voting to make it law. They were just, it was more of a government-sponsored survey. And now the government, it, they, they're not even actually required to act. But uh, the prime minister says that his government is going to act because he is a more liberal party in Australia. So Turnbull, I think is his name. Yep. So he said that they're going to act. So it all seems to be moving in a positive direction. It's yeah. amazing when government does exactly what the people want them to do, you know, <laughs> which is their goddamn job. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a bill was introduced into the Senate late on last Wednesday. It'll be now be debated for amendments. So they're well on their way. So I want to move on. This came up in my feed over in Malaysia. The deputy minister of the Department of Malaysia in charge of Islamic affairs. I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, it's... Azaraf Wajdi Dusuki? Sure. He said that 
being an atheist and spreading atheist ideas as being acts of sedition against the government. What is sedition? Uh, sedition is an act to try to undermine the duties or functions of, of your government. Oh, so kind of like treason? Similar. Uh, it's more of a, sure, I'll just say yes. Okay. <laughs> treason, treason sounds more like I'm just selling out the country as opposed to sedition saying, like, I'm actively trying to destroy this country. Ah, okay. So he said that spreading ideologies that incite people to leave religion or profess no religion at all were acts of sedition. Anyone who tries to spread the, that doctrine that promotes atheism or similar beliefs tarnish the sanctity of other religions, and they can be charged under the Sedition Act. The link that I have is from the Center for Inquiry, which is a letter that was sent from the Center for Inquiry to the government of Malaysia. They're basically trying to make it well he's specifically trying to make it illegal to be an atheist or to profess your atheism wow thank god i don't live in malaysia yeah <laughs> all the time <laughs> anybody catch the <laughs> <laughs> thank god i'm an atheist <laughs> uh richard dawkins actually is the reason that i saw this uh he tweeted words fail me how do you deal with such prodigies of stupidity and injustice <laughs> Uh, moving over to the United States. Oh, wait, States, I've got something you for had you. Something. Yes. Ah. Yeah, no, it's just a it's just a quick quick summary for the clarification. Sedition is an act against a government in power, whereas treason is a violation of one's own allegiance to one's own sovereign. Ah. Hmm. So, so actively... I still don't understand the difference. <laughs> All right, so treason involves colluding with anti national forces in some way. All right. Sedition is just an act to subvert people in power. Like you oh, have, okay. there has to be collusion involved with treason. Mm. So sedition you can do independently. So sedition, an example of sedition might be reducing the power of your president by claiming that he was not born in the country where he says he was born. Yes. All right. Yes. Collu uh, treason would be betraying that leader on behalf of a hostile foreign power. Such as Russia. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. And Sounds yes, like Trump's got a twofer going here. <laughs> okay. Good clarification. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> All right. Moving over to state news. Once again, we're going to bring up Roy Moore. Why are we bringing up Roy Moore again? <laughs> because it's gotten way worse. So I don't know if everybody even in this group has heard about the the story of the woman who approached the Washington Post with this incredible story about how uh, she was had been forced to have uh, an abortion when she was 15 by Roy Moore. Mm -hmm. What? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it turns out that story <laughs> is not true in any way. Okay. The Washington Post vetted the story and found a lot of inconsistencies in the story, could not substantiate her claims, and they went back and tried to contact her and, and bring her in with more questions. And it uh, turns out now they're having trouble finding this woman. She was followed by one of their reporters to the headquarters of Project Veritas, Mm. Which is a, I don't know, somebody can, else could probably know what this is better than me. Oh, I'm yeah. well versed in Project Veritas. <laughs> I don't, but I have a feeling I know where this is going. <laughs> so is Roy Moore sending fake accusers that are easily debunked that will cast a shadow over all the real accusers? Good attempt, but not quite. 
Okay. <laughs> well, apart from it, I don't think that we can say for sure that Roy Moore was involved. It oh, certainly I don't seems, think he was at all. It certainly seems no. that the rest of that uh, hypothesis <laughs> could very well be true. So Project Veritas is an organization that it targets news media and any left-wing groups to uh, to try and debunk everything that they come out with? Is that They're the reason ACORN was defunded. Right. They, they're the they, one they go around and they set up fake well not fake videos because they're actually actually videoing but they edit them in such a way that makes the people look bad so for instance they set up that one with acorn where they brought in a guy dressed like a pimp and uh they had supposed hookers and they re-edited in a way and even though it was found out not to be true the acorn got defunded or acorn doesn't exist anymore i don't remember exactly what that happened but they were also the same group behind the planned parenthood uh were harvesting right. baby parts bullshit right i've seen uh the young turks did a sting operation on project veritas and <laughs> got and caught them they were going around trying to get people to go to a hillary rally or bernie rally and cause violence at the rally like they were hiring people to do that and the young turks caught them and none of the mainstream media caught this news or put it up but they showed the video on there <laughs> project veritas is clearly just a hatchet operation for the right wing right and the, the specific, specifically what they were trying to do in this case was to get the Washington Post to run a manufactured story to make the Washington Post look bad. Right. Yeah. But the Post was not falling for it at all because no. they said her story kept changing. She kept saying, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to go to another outlet. And they were like, go ahead. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they caught her walking into the fucking building. Yeah. By the way, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about this two weeks ago, but did we talk about the robocall that was going on down in Alabama? With the supposed Washington Post reporter, I don't know. I don't think we mentioned it. No, no. You guys I don't know recall. about this. I, not offhand. No. So there was a robocall going around calling random homes in Alabama, claiming to be Bernie Bronstein or Bernie Bernstein from the Washington Post, and oh, he was offering seven to eight thousand dollars if you have any, if you're willing to say that Roy Moore screwed around with you or something like that. And it was done in the Jewiest voice yeah. you could imagine. <laughs> Like, he might have been like, this is Bernie Bernstein from... <laughs> like, that, yeah, I mean, it was so bad. Um, and the Post was like, we don't have... That's not our guy, and this and that. And then I... Everyone thought it was like, Roy Moore was doing this, and then I found out that it was 4chan. Oh, it was 4chan? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, this has not been confirmed. I was I mentioned sure. it to a friend of mine. He's like, that was 4chan. <laughs> but yeah, they came up with the name Bernie Bernstein. I mean, come on. Was it Bernie Bernstein? Or I thought it was... <laughs> It was, like, it was, I remember seeing something about Bernstein, or, yeah, yeah it, I just... Oh my god, he might as well said his name was Jewy McJewface. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> was, it was ridiculous, yeah. So good on the Washington Post for recognizing, they, it turns out they're actual real journalists, so they didn't fall for it. It's nonsense. Well, that's the thing, is when I was listening to the story, like, people are like, look, I, the mainstream media may have a bias against certain things. Hmm. But they actually do vet shit before they put it out on the air, despite what, you know, Fox viewers, viewers would have you think. Right. That they just are all, are all colluding in a room somewhere, making up shit about Donald Trump. Well, that's the thing about um, the Roy Moore stories that they did. They, you know, triple, quadruple vetted all of these stories. None of this was done haphazardly. It was all very carefully confirmed that this, you know, these people were not lying. There, there was background. There was history. There were they told people when they were twenty years old, you know, thirty years ago. It all of it was very well reported. 
I mean, I'm under the assumption that hopefully that most legitimate news outlets actually do this, not counting Breitbart or the Daily Caller or whatever. Yeah, you said legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, they have press passes now, Ray. Yeah, to to the White House. So, (laughs) so the the video of that's on the link is is an interesting watch because she actually applied to work for the Daily Caller, and the Washington Post reporter is asking her about. Well, you know, you said here on your social media that you applied for a job. Where was it? And she goes, oh, the Daily Caller. <laughs> She's telling her that she is uber right wing and, you know, she works in, in research and marketing. It's like, all right. <laughs> and yet Roy Moore will have us believe that all these women are mm. being paid by liberals to expose themselves like this to not – oh, and I'm sorry, not just liberals but also the uh, Republican elite. <laughs> right. Right. Are all conspiring against Roy Moore. Yeah, which is, I mean, that leads into the next article that I have from the Boston Globe that asks why evangelicals are still backing or again backing a Republican despite sexual misconduct allegations. And there's there's some very interesting quotes on here. The pastor Earl Wise, I don't know where this guy is a pastor of but he's he very clearly calls out i don't know how much these women are getting paid Mm. i can only believe that they're getting a healthy sum he says that uh there ought to be a statute of limitations on this stuff Uh, (laughs) how these gals came up with this i don't know plus there are some 14 year olds who the way they look could pass for 20 well, he also says that he would su- support more even if the allegations were true and the candidate was proved to have sexually molested teenage girls and women. Yeah. You want to know why? Abortion. Well, that and Roy Moore hates the same people he hates. Mm. Roy Moore just had his first outing. Uh, was it yesterday or today? And in the speech, he's like, hey, man, if, you don't, if you're against gay marriage or transgender people or abortion, I'm your dude. Mm. <laughs> I just, this guy, this pastor just ran the whole gambit of it's completely fake news, crocodile tears. These women are just making it up on down the line to, well, why didn't they come out, you know, before? Why are they coming out now? Shouldn't there be a statute of limitations? Should it be legal for them to be able to do this? All the way to, well, you know, some 14 year olds I might bang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the skirt was too short. I mean, it. it- all of the excuses how, were used, yeah. How do you make that argument going from one end of the spectrum to the other and not realize that you're just – that you're following this path of I'm going to give him a pass no matter what. Like everything down the line he has an excuse for. I just well, – I, I wish I they were honest and just be like, I don't fucking care. All I don't I care, care if he did it. All I care about is moving the country back to the 1940s. And getting women under thumb and preventing abortions and getting uh, birth control to be illegal and gay people back in the closet. That's what they I, want. I love, too, how the the non-Alabaman Republicans cannot seem to figure out whether it's okay to fuck a 14-year-old <laughs> or that the women are lying. <laughs> it's, it's They can't seem to get on board with either. I don't know if you guys saw the Chris Cuomo interview with the, the head editor of Breitbart. No, I did not. No. This is pure fucking gold. <laughs> so Chris Cuomo's grilling him on this, and he goes, do you think this is okay? You know, this blah, blah, blah. And this guy, who, by the way, is Jewish, this is the one Jew they managed to get to work at Breitbart, goes, hey, Chris, let me tell you something. The same year that these women are accusing Roy Moore of touching him and stuff like that, Ringo Starr released a song about 
a 16-year-old girl that he wanted to date or something like that. And Chris Cuomo's judge just dropped to the floor. And he's like, are you seriously (laughs) equating these two things? Like, like because Ringo Starr wrote some song about a 16-year-old, it's okay that Roy Moore did it? It's unbelievable. Wow. And just for perspective, people, Hmm. anybody listening, our current president Hmm. all out pretty much endorsed a fucking accused pedophile. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Won't say his name, but we'll say bad things against his competition. I hear he's mad at Ivanka, too. Well, Ivanka came out and said, yeah, Yeah. I forget what she said, but something about- There's a special place in hell for people who touch kids. I don't know the exact quote, but yeah. (laughs) Special place in hell. That was pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) He's mad at Ivanka. Kellyanne Conway one day says that no vote is worth a child's life, and then the next day Mm -hmm. was like, but we need that vote. (laughs) (laughs) She got yelled at. (laughs) I mean, Roy Moore is going to win- and he's going to win because Republicans are fucking scumbags. There's just yeah. no way around it. Yeah. Well, I don't know about all Republicans being scumbags, but most scumbags tend to be Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. true. <laughs> well, so, when, yeah, go ahead. I mean, when, when you've, you know, abrogated your humanity for the sake of a couple of, of key issues. Yeah, that, that's pretty evil right there. I mean, they're going to be saddled with Roy. This this Roy Moore thing is going to be a is yeah. I don't know how it's going to affect them, but the, if he wins, they're fucking saddled with this guy. And the 2018 midterm elections are all going to be about Roy Moore. Yes, you know. So yeah, they may get their vote, but they also know that he's a special kind of fucking crazy mm-hmm. that they're yeah. going to have to deal with. Like, I mean, that's why Mitch McConnell and everyone's like he's got to step down, and then you get the fucking president backing him. Yeah, it's, it's it's complete fucking chaos, man. Well, you know why he's backing him still? It's got to be Bannon. Bannon still has an in with Trump somehow. That's well, got to be what it is. I honestly think he's backing Roy Moore because of the sixteen women that accused him. Well, wow, that that's certainly uh, because it, be, that's the thing is because if he lays into Roy Moore and say no, he's got to go, then everyone's gonna be like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> if he has to go, don't yeah. you too? Yeah. Well, plus the fact that he just he just wants the vote. Besides anything else, he knows that Roy Moore will vote wherever. Well, yeah, he gets that too. But right. I mean, that's I, I, that's the key. He, he's all he is trying to do is cement his legacy in any way possible before he gets kicked out. And since he can't pass goddamn thing, he's thinking you know tax reform something. He needs Roy yeah, Moore for. It's 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 an odd thing though because like even if Roy Moore stepped down, they could easily get another Republican to take his spot down there. Yeah, who would immediately win? Yeah, right. So it's got to be the women. It can't, it can't be. The, first of all, I don't think Trump's that smart to even think about that. I mean, no. I, and any reasonable person that was around him would be like, just don't fucking say anything about this. Please just don't even <laughs> say anything about this because you cannot get out of this clean. Yeah. And he went and opened his big fucking trap. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sure Mitch McConnell and fucking Paul Ryan's just a little bit more of their souls died. <laughs> If they even have they deserve one. everything they get. <laughs> yeah, Those they pieces do. of shit. <laughs> so we talked about Roy Moore before this became a national scandal, before it was on CNN. We broke uh, Roy Moore, man. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea who this fucker was till you brought him up. <laughs> right. And what was what what other public office was he disqualified from multiple times? Was Supreme he an attorney court? general? Supreme no. Court. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, off twice. Uh, Alabama Supreme Court. And they yeah. still think he's viable for things. Like, yeah. how does that happen? Like, sometimes I understand. Like, no, I never understand. I lied. Because <laughs> so I, I just – go ahead. 
this article in the New York Times goes into this and there's things that we brought up previously, but it has a very well summarized that not only I mean, this is this is what we were talking about, Roy Moore, before this whole scandal broke out, that uh, apart from the women who are alleging that he, you know, attack them when they were teenagers but he also in uh, 2002 he wrote uh when he was a state judge that uh same-sex relationships were abhorrent immoral detestable a crime against nature he said that uh more broadly consequential is that he uh, denies uh, the authority of the United States government to legislate that's specifically why he was kicked off the bench twice mm-hmm and he maintains that religious freedom guaranteed by the First Amendment is solely intended to protect Christians and Christianity. Uh, he, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't believe Muslims are even allowed to uh, serve in the government, right? Right. He right. not only opposes Muslim candidates, he says that non-Christians have no right to hold elected office, that Islamic faith rejects our God, therefore they cannot serve in office. Uh, he pretends to be a constitution follower, and yet twice he was removed from his <laughs> office, right. and he believes that God's law overrides the constitution every time. He is, by definition, a theocrat. Mm. Also, and didn't it, know what the Dreamer Act was, and that was like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> really? I missed that one. You didn't hear, see that interview with the, with the radio host? Apparently, no. I did not. Oh, my God. This was, it was like, maybe it was like two months. It was definitely before the scandal. Mm. And remember, when it was around the time that we were all talking about that when Trump put that tweet out where he was like, I'm fucking blowing up the Dreamer Act right. or whatever. And this Alabama radio host asked him about that. And Roy Moore goes, what's that? Oh. And the guy goes, are you fucking kidding me? You don't know what that is, right? He's like, you're running for Senate. And he goes, well, quit beating around the bush. Just tell me what it is, and I'll tell you what I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) That was before he was touching kids. Well, I mean, he was already had touched kids. Yeah, I mean, Roy Moore, he's going down that Trump route where he's just playing to the base fears of people. And it's going to work in, in Alabama. Roy Moore, mm. as I'm sure we all know, Roy Moore would never win up in North anywhere. Oh, good God, no. <laughs> or in the Southwest. or I mean, the South, uh, yes, Northwest. So I, I just don't know what to I, – I, a year and a half ago, can we all – do we agree that Roy Moore would be toasted, he'd be gone by now? Yeah, I would think so. I would have thought uh, so. No, yeah. not in Alabama. They've been, you see, they've even been, after all this? They've been voting in this guy or variations on this guy for 150 years. Right, but I'm saying on a national stage, I mean, everybody would have turned their back on him uh, up in Washington. Oh, See, I yeah. think with, with but, these allegations, when they came out and you have Mitch McConnell saying he should step aside, there would be pressure on him to step aside. And now now there isn't. Since Trump, there isn't yeah. any pressure on them whatsoever. No. Well, I like the way that the, the Times article starts out. Says, yes, we've learned that a sizable contingent of voters will favor a sexual predator over a Democrat. That's yeah. where it's. That's what it's come to. Yeah, that's what it boils down to at this point. And I gotta. I have to say, and I know we we said we might talk about this. I really think that those Al Franken allegations have worked in Roy Moore's favor. Yeah, I would. Be- th- I would agree with that completely. Because even though they are not anywhere on the same fucking level, no, yeah. of things done. Not saying that Al Franken gets a pass. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but the very fact that Al Franken copped to it, which was the right thing to do. And apologized gets Roy Moore off the hook because Roy Moore did not cop to it. Are you following my logic? Mm. Because because if you say, well, you know, 
Roy Moore needs to leave and this and that. And they're well, they're saying Al Franken should step down. And they're like, well, no, he, he didn't like that. It's a whole thing about because it's the same thing that the president's using, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have 16 allegations against me, but I didn't say I did any of them. Al <laughs> Franken did. He should go. I don't have to go. Roy Moore doesn't have to go because he's denying it, too. Because I know how to lie. Right. <laughs> the Al Dude, Franken there, thing came out there, the worst There was a straight-up picture of him grabbing her boobs. <laughs> there was no way to lie around the Al Franken thing. Well, the picture True. itself, he's he's hovering over her boobs, and that's bad. Oh, I thought he was it, honking her flak jacket. No, 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 no he's, oh, he's hovering over it. It's the, it's the fact that he tried to kiss her or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, and now the, he's... Roy Moore signed somebody's high school yearbook. He, was he got gr- banned from a fucking mall. <laughs> 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 the cops would have to watch him at the football games because he was getting too close to the goddamn cheerleaders. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this was a known thing where he lived in Alabama. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the problem is, is that it doesn't matter whether he cops to it or doesn't cop to it, admits to it, doesn't admit to it. He's still better than a Democrat. And everybody that everybody that votes for him either believes that he didn't do it, or if he did, they were little hoes and they deserved it. Or it doesn't matter, even if he did something bad, because it's better than a Democrat. It doesn't matter what he does. They will still vote for him because, you know, the, the three... Guiding principles of their lives say that he is acceptable still. <laughs> well, the one uh, the one thing that we did, I don't think we discussed on, on the show, was the idea that he actually has a Christian mentality, a Christian mindset that would possibly excuse these actions mm. called courting. And there's there was a very specific method of courting a girl and it involved getting them when they're young so that you can groom them into being a better wife for you i think they prefer the term mold but (laughs) i believe that is uh phil robinson's mantra duck dynasty guy Mm. oh he says he says that who married his wife when she was 16 he claims that all the time that it says somewhere in the bible about if you if you get them when they're sixteen, you can mold them to how you want them. If you get them at twenty two, they're just sluts, <laughs> or something, something to that effect. I'm listening to a lot of Phil Robinson lately. <laughs> well, and that ties in with the fact of, of one of the things that Roy Moore said, which was, "I didn't date anybody without their mother's permission." Of that except, age was implied. Which that that line that does fit in it, um, mm-hmm. except that's one not true in any way. He went after girls at the mall. There's evidence of this. True. Normally, but- in, in when you're courting a young girl, it's someone in your church or in a neighboring church, uh, someone of like mindset, someone who's, whose parents you could approach. He wasn't approaching people's parents. He was going out and hitting on girls in the mall. That's a new modern courting. <laughs> it's the food courting. no it's just a handy excuse it's using an old misogynistic methodology for marrying off your daughters and to justify what he did which was but you actually believe that roy moore believes that or is he just a guy with the fuck teenagers yeah he's just going after the girls and is using that as an excuse now that he's been caught in public maybe he's not he's not really using that as an excuse is he he said it well, he didn't use a, he didn't say courting, but he did say that he um he did ask for parents' permission. I don't remember the circumstances around that. I know he didn't say the underage girls or anything like that. So, which leads me to believe that once again, a religious person is full of shit and doesn't actually believe what they're doing and just using it as gain. Yeah. I don't believe that Roy Moore really believes any of the shit he's spouting. I mean, he may 
legitimately hate gay people. I believe that. But mm. I don't think he's doing it because of what the Bible says. <laughs> no. No, he believes that and is cherry-picking the pieces of the Bible that backs his beliefs. Sure. But then again, but if you're willing to take a 14-year-old girl and rip her clothes off, do you really believe in God? Because, I mean... He's watching. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you believe in the God of the Bible, I don't think he had anything against that. There's no evidence of it. Well, remember so that he's studying he, late at night. I'm going to find a loophole in this and fuck a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> well, remember, if, if he despoils her, all he has to do is marry her, then they're good to go. Right. All is forgiven. Well, for all those people who are sitting on the fence on this one, hmm. I heard an interesting thing that this woman said, that this is never going to go to court. There's never going to be, you know, Roy Moore's not, th there's going to be no innocent or guilty verdict on this. Yeah, statute so, of limitations has already passed. Right, so when you say, well, I want to see how it shakes out, it's never going to shake out, so just make a fucking decision. Do you believe Roy Moore or do you believe the girls? Right. And th think about what what is it that they have to gain. Um, most of them are registered Republicans and re vote Republican, but they found this unacceptable. And the Washington Post talked to them and convinced them that, that it was the right thing to do to come forward. So they did. I got some breaking news. Uh-oh. As uh -oh. of 917 on my alert from CNN, former White House chief strategist Steve Bannon will campaign with embattled Senate candidate Roy Moore next week. <laughs> of course he will. Of course he will. That makes perfect sense. Well, he he was his supporter from the beginning. Yeah. I think yeah, that was absolutely. the split between Bannon and Trump because Trump was for the other guy whose name I've yeah, already Trump, forgotten. Trump was uh, Luther Strange. That's it. Yeah. But as you were, as you were t saying about uh, whether or not you're going to believe the women or, or Roy Moore, I mean, there's not just the allegations, but there's the absolute facts that he was banned from a mall, that the, mm -hmm. the police knew to watch him during high school football games like this. We know that this was the case. But also, these women that, that talked to the Washington Post, remember the first story that we talked about, that the Washington Post vetted a story and said, your story isn't real. We're not going to go with it because right. we cannot verify it. What does that mean? That means they verified all the other women that came forward. Right. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. Nope. Yeah, they proved that that girl was there at the court that day, that Roy Moore was there that day. I mean, it's... Uh, I'm so fucking disgusted in this country sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I can't even believe this is a fucking thing. So I'm going to Yeah, move. but again, we were... Oh, sorry. No, we, go ahead. You know, we were just discussing, you know, the level of of the people and the, you know, the... the there's just no, no, no rationale at this point. You know, like, mm. like Karen was saying earlier, these are the people that... And honestly, I, I don't doubt it for a second. If there was some sort of breaking news or even if there were charges, if Robert Mueller came out and said, as part of my investigation, I accidentally discovered that all 16 of these allegations against Trump's if for sexual abuse were true. Every single person who voted for Trump would say, nope, not true. He's still the best president we've ever had. Well, not every I single person. He's lost a, a decent percentage, but he still has 32 percent. I'll give you that. Yeah. They are unshakable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did you see there was the CNN interview where they like to round up the uh, the Trump voters and ask them how they're feeling these days? Uh, I didn't. The, there was it was what just last week, and uh, they had this one guy. He was he was from Jamaica, and he moved here, and he opened up a small business or whatever. And he's like, "No, I love Trump. I love Trump." You know, he's like, "I tell you right now, if Jesus came down from heaven and told me that the allegations against Donald Trump were true." I would tell Jesus to hold it for a second, and I'd have to go ask the president if it was true. 
And uh, every, even the other Trump supporters on the panel were like, what the fuck? I never <laughs> right. And um, then, the, 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 then the, guy, the guy goes, I love him, man. He's the best. He's like, that's why I go down to Mar-a-Lago every weekend. And the reporter's like, why do you go to Mar-a-Lago? He goes, well, I stand outside with a sign. And she's like, and what does it say? And he goes, blacks for Trumps. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, crazy pants. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't realize that. Demigod. You could hang you that you could hang your hat on such a huge percentage of crazy to get you through, but apparently there's a ton of it and it is unwavering. Yeah. That's I think a part of it times. is <laughs> is lunacy, part of it is unintelligence, mm-hmm. and part of it is I just don't want to admit I was wrong. Sure. Or there's the I, I would just want to watch the world burn contingent too. <laughs> yeah. There's that contingent. Some, I some mean, people just want to watch the world burn. I mean, believe it or not, <laughs> South Park did a extremely good episode on this. I don't. Ray, you watch South Park, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Did you see the one I'm talking about with Cartman and his girlfriend, <laughs> and the Trump supporters and Trump? Yeah. I mean, that really made sense to me. They're like, the more you throw it in their face, the more they go harder for him. Yeah, they are, and they are all in. They are completely committed to the at this point if you try to shove their nose in it it's not going to work you need to let them come around themselves and it just takes time now where I, do you guys all stand on al franken though well first of all he did not sexually abuse children to start there so he's yes, already yes, I agree. one rung up um also has... I, w- I want to throw this out that there is a big difference between being in office and having allegations come out and running for office and having allegations come out. If you're running for office and that happens, you should just step aside. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me to continue to run for an office when you have this hanging over your head. Now, but, I mean, as far as well, I'm concerned with Al Franken, he's in office. He should be, he, he should have to go for the ethics committee, he should have to go for review and whether or not the Democratic Party tells him you need to, you know, not run again, you need to step down now, any of that, I, you know, you just you just have to, to go with it. I, I think if you're if you're Al Franken, hmm. I think there's a big difference, though, between running and, and being in office and having this happen, not to mention the fact there's a massive difference between what Franken did and, and what Roy Moore Supposedly sure. did. What did uh, what happened with uh, Anthony Weiner? A did lot he, of things. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, did, did he resign? Yes. What, did he resign when he was charged with a crime? No. So he resigned. He was he wasn't charged with a crime the first time. Right. But he resigned. Well, the first time he didn't. No, he. Matter of fact, Anthony Weiner never broke the law till the last time. Agreed. The other times he was just getting busted, like cheating on his wife and doing shit, and he still resigned. Right. Then the second time he was running for mayor of New York. And he did another Carlos Danger. With a, with an underage, yeah. No, 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 no. That was with oh. a regular girl. It was okay. the third time around when he was doing nothing except trying to take care of his own kid while his wife was helping out Hillary Clinton that he broke the law with the kid. Okay. And Anthony Weiner's in jail. Yeah. And when he comes out, I'll vote for him for whatever he fucking does because <laughs> <laughs> no, if it's going to no. take crazy, I'll take crazy. That no, he he has proven that he ha- he has a uh, self control issue. <laughs> there, there's yes. something. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, there, there's there's something wrong there. And no, which he does not get my vote. His <laughs> wife is balls out hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, he's not just, a good looking man. He's considered no, himself lucky. He is. He's charismatic, but and you don't have to be handsome to be charismatic. You just have to be 
identifiable. <laughs> I mean, here's that. That's the thing. Like, I don't understand is like whenever a Democrat or liberal gets in trouble for these things, like granted, Anthony Weiner had a lot of strikes against mm-hmm. him. But like, look at a guy like Elliot Spitzer, who really <laughs> did good things and got caught with hookers. He's f- fucking dead meat. Now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yet. And, and again, you know, you you said the thing about, like, any reasonable candidate would step aside, mm. you know, when these allegations comes out. But then Roy Moore's like, but I'm up in the polls. Right. And I'm still up in the polls. Why, why should he, I leave? Why, why would he yeah. leave if he's going to win? That doesn't make any sense. I think if he was losing, then it's an easy out. But he's winning. So just hold tight. It'll, it'll be all right. <laughs> Which, what kills me, though, is, like, can't Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan go and find a guy? I mean, I understand he's on the ballot and all this shit like that. But there's mm. a way that they can get around that and redo it or whatever. And just bring out a guy, and the guy goes, I stand for everything that Roy Moore stands for, except I didn't fuck any kids. <laughs> right? Well, they were trying to get Sessions to go back, because he's, you know, at war well, with the president insanity, at the moment. But, yeah. yeah. That was a Hail Mary. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But, I mean, it kind of makes sense. It, it gets Sessions out of the conundrum he's currently in, gets him out of uh, Trump's hair, gets him back in Alabama where he can do less harm. So it's kind of a win-win-win for everybody. <laughs> Especially Trump, because then he gets then he gets uh, America. <laughs> yeah, he gets, he gets a, an uh, AG who will do exactly what he says. Yeah, right. true. Well, except that you know Mueller, he he puts Mueller on Sessions. That's his fault, though. So I guess my question back to getting back to um, Al Franken is: Has he done enough to warrant stepping down? Well, yes. Here, look, here's the thing with Al Franken. <laughs> Even though he apologized to the to the woman, and he his says, apology I, was accepted. Right, and she accepted it and said, "I do." And she said that she does not want him to step down. Mm. We, you cannot be more outraged than the victim. Exactly. Sure. And the victim is saying, "I just wanted to get it out there. I don't know what her fuck. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how much <laughs> is she being paid by the GOP? <laughs> but she, yeah, I don't know. No, don't go down that if road. She we'll is or not. Them. She's, she's so not. that's now that's one. No. And Al Franken said his apology goes. Look, I don't exactly remember it that way. But I'm not saying that she's wrong, and I apologize if she felt that way. Hmm. And he said, uh, as far as the picture goes, he copped the picture. He's like, look, it was in poor taste, but, you know, whatever. But he didn't actually touch her. Now, these other people who are coming out, I'm very suspicious about all these people saying that he's grabbing their asses. In photographs, yeah. In photographs. Because, one, it's fucking hard to prove, Mm. regardless. And it's so. (laughs) Yeah, but it's not from behind, right? Yeah, I assume not. Yeah, like, it's just, I don't, you know. These women are like, hey, I was at a state fair, this and that. And he's like, like, he, even then he's like, look, I don't know what to say. He's like, I've taken thousands of pictures of thousands of fairs. I just can't believe mm. that he's that he's a guy running for Senate is out there grabbing people's asses at the time. It's, yeah. But it's possible, I guess these, I mean, they are voting in a pedophile. So, <laughs> so, Ian, so you said you said no, he should step down. Oh, well, I didn't. I did not know that Leanne said everything was cool. Oh, OK. Yeah, she did. Yep. When that, that changes that changes my opinion of the whole thing. Okay. She even said she's. They asked like, "You on the call?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> so and here's the, here's the way that I take the Al Franken stuff. Was it childish? Yes. Would if a 16 year old would would have done it, you'd have been like, "Yeah, okay, his hormones are kicking in." <laughs> you know, maybe give him up. a pass. He he wasn't a 16 year old. Right. He, I mean, so you, you only get a pass if you're 16 or a 93-year-old former president. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be a little senility going on there. <laughs> uh, in, in my mind, it was it was juvenile stuff. As a senator, he shouldn't be doing juvenile stuff, especially when there's a camera around. I mean, that's, that's yeah. you know. Well, he wasn't a senator. 
He wasn't the, the senator at the time, sure. He was a comedian. Right. Now, but I, I do, do want to back up one step, though. That The 16-year-old should not get a pass. Well, if no, you give a 16-year-old right. a pass, they don't learn that that's incorrect behavior and don't do it again. So, right. By by a pass, I mean he shouldn't be labeled as such for the rest of his life. He should get sure. a stern talking to on how to <laughs> act around other people mm. and, and, you know, be able to, to move on with, with his life. Right. That's where Anthony Weiner, I think, got into trouble was nobody ever had that conversation with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> what you're doing is not acceptable, but it becomes habit and now you're stuck with it. So I want to hit these other stories real quick. We'll get into uh, we'll get back into the Trump stuff in a minute. I wanted to bring this up in California. There's a a state law that they put out. So there are uh, I'm not going to be able to find it. CPCs. They're basically religious right crisis pregnancy centers. That's what they are. Oh. Uh, they're religious abortion clinics. Except they're not abortion clinics. They're pregnancy crisis centers. They are there. They they put them up somewhere usually near abortion center, and they say that. They if you're in trouble, you can come here. And California has put out a law that says that any place like this, any place that puts up something to about pregnancy, they have to state whether or not there are medical people on their premises. Mm. They they have to put out facts stating we're not you can't get an abortion. Oh, and that California subsidizes uh, abortions as a state. Like that, hmm. that information has to be provided by these religious right places. And the, the CPCs have then filed lawsuit against California stating that that infringes on their First Amendment rights. It infringes uh-huh. on their First Amendment rights in order to not tell the full truth and to try to get these girls who are in trouble in, into their place so that they can force them to have, uh, have the baby and not get an abortion. So this is going to be heard by the Supreme Court as early as next Monday. They are going to uh, be ruling on this specifically for California, but it could very well affect abortion clinics and the religious hmm. organizations that have all sorts of, of anti-abortion you know, places around right. the country. Uh, it could affect what's going on there. And there's a little catch-22 in here because... They are the, the religious right is constantly coming out with facts about <laughs> abortions, uh, facts like having states required doctors to tell their patients that there is a link between abortion and breast cancer, which there isn't. They have doctors inform patients that uh, pre-viable tissues can feel pain, which it's according to science they can't order doctors to warn patients that want to terminate their pregnancies uh have serious long-term negative mental health consequences which there's no evidence that supports that and also to uh to have doctors tell their patients that uh having abortion increases the risk of suicide which it does not so they are coming out with all these different things trying to get people to not go to the abortion clinics but if this were to actually if the, if the supreme court were to actually side with them it would make it illegal for the same ruling it would make it illegal for them to come out with these statements that aren't true about getting an abortion. So it's that they're getting themselves in this like weird catch 22 of, we don't want to tell the truth, but we still want to spread our, our lies. Hmm. And but it, uh, gives, it gives a precedent for um, other people to sue the places that put up the false information. Correct. Right. Okay. So well, they can, they can just abandon the false information in favor of these centers. You, yes, yes. Yeah. Those seem favorable. 
but I don't think that uh, I don't think that one is going to necessarily stop the other. Like if they were to actually, no. so if the yeah. Supreme Court yeah. were, were to rule that way, they would continue to put out their their false statements uh, to try and lure people away from the abortion clinics, and would uh, that would have to be like a one at a time lawsuit kind of thing to happen to get it to stop i just found right. i found this interesting and it goes to uh it's going to be going to the supreme court here very soon i was a little bit surprised that they picked it up as uh something that they were going to rule on yeah that's a that's a real that's that's my bummer story for the week i'm well, sorry it blows up that. in their face <laughs> <laughs> really i on the other hand am excited to read the two to seven dissension from <laughs> ginsburg and sotomayor it's a hundred percent successful hundred percent Seven to two. I guarantee it. it. You calling it? Oh, my God. It's, it'll, they'll push it through in the exact same precedent that the seven people did for giving those people the uh, playground equipment. A hundred percent. Oh, this, Donald Trump, what have you done to us? <laughs> nothing. These, uh, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's all, it is. It, the, yeah, the, the Supreme Court was the key to all this backwards religious nonsense. We're, we're doomed. Just absolutely doomed. And they stole that motherfucking seat from Obama. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So the Supreme Court, they explicitly tossed the free exercise question out. So there was the one of the original arguments was, well, we're religious, so we get to exercise our religious freedom by saying these things. Or... <laughs> You can't impose that we have to give out facts because that 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 overrides our religious freedom. the The Supreme Court has already thrown that out. They can't argue that. Hmm. So this is right. solely going to be on the freedom of speech, not the religious exercise. So the the question is just going to be: Does this force them, or the, does this impinge their freedom of speech? Which it clearly does not, and we have a lot of constitutionalists on the, on the bench. Mm. So, in theory, they should rule in favor of California. They really should. Now, I I, I agree with you, <laughs> but do they have another agenda? And some of them do. Yeah, some of them definitely do. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. If if they're not allowed to make the religious argument, that takes Gorsuch doesn't have anything. Yeah, you're right. If they can't say. Mm. Right. If they can't, if they can't say, well, well, what was a inclusion was the their last thing. Like you can't exclude them because they're religious, even though they weren't being excluded because they're religious. They were being excluded because they were a private tax free institution and the state was out of money. Right. Yeah. I think this is such a narrow question that I don't know if there's not a lot of wiggle room. There shouldn't be. There shouldn't yeah. be any wiggle room. But if there are anybody, if there's anybody that can find wiggle room, it's lawyers and justices. So. <laughs> We'll In any case, it's going to be a big ruling for abortion because yeah. one way or another, it's going to have significant impact. Hmm. So Interesting. And I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> oh, man. That is – sorry. Lee Greenwood just triggers bad things in me. <laughs> oh, I hate that guy. Mm. So an article on CNN, very similar, uh, talks about Texas abortion. There's a Texas abortion ban. Uh, that uh, came out uh, earlier this year that completely prevents D&E abortion, which is the primary type of abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Yeah. Right. The, a judge has struck that down and said that that, uh, that law is unconstitutional. So obviously it's still going to be going back into the court. 
but uh, I thought it was interesting to note that, I mean, we talked about it before. This is just a, an update that, that it has been right now. The law is not in effect because uh, because of the courts. And also, there's a video on this link that I thought was interesting. It has some facts about abortion. The fact that abortion being legal was never even a question before 1880. It was actually a very well-accepted thing. There were abortion drugs that you could just purchase from, uh, you know, I mean, this is when in 1880, it was still settlers moving out west, right? But mm. uh, you could, if you had any sort of a, uh, someone who could provide you drugs that they had abortion pills, it was just, it was regular. It was, this was how it, things were taken care of. But then in 1880 was when the first law was passed. And it wasn't until the 1960s, during the uh, women's rights marches, that it came up again. Hmm. So, so it's only been about 50 years that this craziness has been going on? Yeah. I didn't realize, it was, I, know, I ran into an article somewhere along the way this week, that um, the only place where it's mentioned, uh, abortion is mentioned in the Bible, are instructions on how to do it. Correct. Th there is no mention of, you know, the life of a fetus or anything like that. It's And it, it deals with um, if, you know, your wife is pregnant and you suspect the child is not yours, give your wife this poison. And if the child is aborted, that's proof that she had an affair and the child wasn't yours. And if she just gets, you know, horribly ill but keeps the baby, then it must have been yours. That's kind of how it deals with it. But st <laughs> still, that that's the only mention of abortion in, in the Bible. In fact, what is it? I think it's mentioned in the Bible that children, I don't know if it's in the Bible, but um, children usually weren't named because so many of them died young. Well, that's a fact. Yeah. That parents had less of an attachment to children way back in the day because they died constantly. They did. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you got about 50% of them to stay alive. Yeah. And it's funny. If, if you do, My mother does genealogy, and if you look back then, there will be, you know, three born sons all named Thomas, and it's Thomas, he died. There's... Thomas, he died. Third Thomas. Yay, we're good. <laughs> that Thomas stuck around. So. That one. <laughs> well, other than the fact that it seems to always be religious people fighting mm. against abortion, you're, I've, you're right. I've never heard anything where it says in the Bible, blah, blah, blah about this. Like somewhere along the line, they're just like, they have tiny little souls and we're going to pick mm. up on this for some reason. Yeah. Like even though you said it picked up during the uh, the woman's rights in the 60s, like why was it? What brought it up then? So when it came up then, the people who were seeking abortions, most of the people seeking abortions were middle, were, were young to middle-aged uh, white women. And it was seen that it was going to reduce the number of whites in the country. And the m minorities were not seeking the abortions, so the minorities would start to populate and would get, uh, would, would, you know, take over your country from you. That's the You're argument. Telling me it's purely political and racist. Purely racist. <laughs> From yeah. what I can see, is what really pushed it was was racist mentality. That and and that and the um, free love movement in the '60s too. I mean, women having sex outside of marriage. Mm, they must be. They must bear the consequences of their actions. There was a large part of um, sanctimonious attitude in, in it as well. I suppose that's that's probably a portion of it, but. The uh, the idea that 
it's uh was against the religion i think mm. f- from the racist perspective of we need to make sure that the white people keep producing mm. i i think that that just stemmed into the religious argument again i have a point where in the bible can i feed this point where can i get my argument from pick a couple verses okay now now we have a religious argument against it right <laughs> but what is the verse that they that they use it's, if any. It, uh, the only that I have seen has always been about life. It's been about how life is sacred. Well, there's there's the other one. I knew you yet when you were in the womb still. Something like that. Oh. I don't know what the context of that, though, is. Really, the my understanding, and I don't remember where the verse is, but I, the, my, the context that's in my brain is that God is omniscient. Uh, the, the fact that I knew you when you were still in the womb was a, a just a testament to God's omniscient ability to know everything Mm. so moving on i want to move over to uh i found this interesting the the article is in newsleader.com a group put up uh it's called the saw group and it's s-a-w it stands for three townships in the area i think uh the saw action group they put up a local holiday seasonal park thing where everybody puts up displays of lights and you know just different festive things this group Put up a sign that simply says coexist, which I'm sure we've seen before. It's spelled out with the the moon from the, you know, the Islamic moon, the crescent moon, the peace symbol. Uh, it has uh, the star David in it. And it's just a symbol saying all religions should be able to coexist. Right. Well, I've seen that. Uh, apparently this celebration of holiday lights, they didn't think that that was Christmassy enough. Of course not. So they turned off the power to it. They turned the sign off. <laughs> and uh, the the people who who brought it up were basically like, okay, so coexist? You you have a problem with coexist? <laughs> and the woman said, well, it needs to say something like happy holidays or Merry Christmas. It has to have a holiday thing. You can't just, you know, it can't just say coexist because that doesn't carry the, the message that we're trying to convey in their own local uh, celebration. Wow. I can see this is going to escalate. <laughs> it's begun. I forgot to get my cannon. It's the war on Christmas, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've been training all year for this. <laughs> been getting my happy. I've been practicing happy holiday with such precision and surgical strikes. It's great. Can't wait. It's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> Yeah, and I also put an article on uh, Starbucks uh, from the New York Times. Starbucks, again, is getting criticism because of their holiday cups, because they've got two <laughs> hands holding holding hands on the cover of the cup. Apparently that... What's wrong with that? Apparently that's gay. The, are they, they're specifically male hands? They know this? They're specifically androgynous hands. They're, there's, I don't know how you could possibly tell they're drawn hands not all that well. All right, these people are just... They're just fucking with us now, right? <laughs> Like, they can't really <laughs> Like, they're yeah. just like, oh, we got to come up with something. It's a gay agenda. <laughs> Those hands look a little gay to me. It's a gay agenda. They're trying to take over a coffee. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just surprised this happens. It seems to happen every year now. I, I, but keep... is it because Fox News is whipping them up or? You have to maintain the outrage. Yes. This is just the seasonal outrage. That's all. If you don't maintain the outrage, you can't get them to vote for you. So this originally came out on BuzzFeed. They suggested that the cup was, quote, totally gay. Yeah. <laughs> In our expert opinion. And that totally gay. It might have a gay agenda. Fox News then picked up the story oh and God. called the androgynous cartoon hands. They basically came out and said that the BuzzFeed 
was a little over the top. They referred to the Bible quoting critics of Starbucks and criticizing Buzz, BuzzFeed, which is said had asserted the hypothesis as fact. So they kind of called out BuzzFeed and said, well, you're asserting this and there's we don't really know what's behind the hands hold, holding. But they also put out a video to announce the cup. And in the video, there were two women holding hands. Ah, uh, I don't know why the Starbucks hasn't learned their lesson, though. They should just not do this. Don't play the game. I think Starbucks is fucking with them just as much as they're <laughs> fucking with us. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's true. I mean, if, if Starbucks has made the calculation that it, did we lose any business last year around Christmas time? No. Okay, then let's just fuck with them. <laughs> well, because first of all, the people who drink Starbucks don't give a shit about that, and the people true. who are arguing about it probably have never set foot in one. Probably. I mean, I got people here in Milford bitching about it. I, there's, there's not a Starbucks within fifty fucking miles of here. <laughs> really. That's I live weird. in a, yeah. I live on the border town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jared Jared lives out in a sketchy, sketchy zone. That's weird. I think there are four in State College. <laughs> <laughs> a spokeswoman for Starbucks said that each customer's experience is intensely personal, and that the the company was humbled by how passionate customers are about our holiday cups. <laughs> so they don't care. Apparently, no. they're happy that Starbucks is in the news every year. So Sure. And that- I tell you, next year, they should just put out a cup that's red and green that says, fuck you, I don't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> happy Hanukkah. Now, that's all you're getting. <laughs> I was going to say, has, has anybody else seen this gay cup? No. Uh, only okay. the picture online. I don't look at the cup. I just drink what's in it. Sorry. I, I just keep looking at it. And if I'm looking at the same gay cup that, that it's just... Uh, like, the hands are, are clearly not two dude hands. <laughs> well, what if it's two chick hands? That's almost as bad. Uh, they are not two chick hands because the one is clearly wearing three quarters sleeves and is wearing two bracelets and the other one's a dude hand. <laughs> I have to say, it took me at least 30 seconds to find the hands on the cup. <laughs> <laughs> They're not prominent. That is for no, sure. I thought it was just two hand, like the way you were describing it. Now that I'm looking at it. You've really got to be searching fucking hard to find something <laughs> wrong with this cup. Go fuck yourselves, really. I mean, not to suggest that dudes can't wear bracelets or that they can't shouldn't can't or shouldn't wear three quarter sleeves, but I'm just playing the odds. Yeah. So, so the problem is this year that it's not it's that it's not not Christmassy enough. It's that it's a gay agenda. Exactly. It's it's Christmassy enough with just a slab of gay in it. <laughs> but it's is not even it, like you said, three quarter sleeves and bracelets. That, unless you're, it's Waldo, I don't think that's happening. I mean, it's a red stripey <laughs> awful sweater thing, but you know. See, I assumed but, uh, that the striped one was the male because of Waldo. Mm. Because I don't give a shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So ridiculous. Speaking of gay agendas, I told you guys how uh, our gay mayor got uh, voted in again. Yeah. yeah. Right. Correct. Oh my god, has the Facebook gone crazy <laughs> crazy he is pushing his gay agenda on this town they've had enough of this shit are they are they crazy. closing down the straight bars yet are they preventing you no. know non-gays from buying we don't guns? even have gay bars like <laughs> <laughs> so what's the we issue we just have gay friendly bars <laughs> what do they think is gonna happen i don't know it, it all stems from the police and everything like that but there's something going on with the police force but that actually the mayor has nothing to do with it. it's a committee who votes on that shit yeah but they're blaming the mayor because he's gay and, uh, like you know, do. they didn't want him. Even though the, the, all these people complaining about him and the gay agenda and all that shit, none of them actually live in the town proper hmm. because they couldn't vote for him because Milford's only a square mile. Sure. So, but 
<laughs> it's just insane. I mean, to the point where they're like digging up old posts about this guy from like a year and a half ago and reposting them out. He's like, I've been investigating this for a year and I know what's going on because apparently he said something about Trump and blah, blah, blah. It's in fucking sane. <laughs> wow. And we haven't even hit the Christmas star yet. No. Because that's coming up soon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's coming. Wait for it. Milford is like a little <laughs> microcosm about what's going on in this country. <laughs> I'm glad I don't live there. I don't mm -hmm. know if I could take much more. I met the man the other day. I showed a house to him. Oh, nice. <laughs> Shook his hand and everything. Told him that his signs were awful. <laughs> <laughs> so moving back to D.C., uh, there is a new Bible museum that has just been erected in D.C., I saw a commercial for this. Did you? Commercial? I did. I, on, the, on the TV. Huh. For this uh, a Bible museum in D.C. It's got to be the same one. I can't believe there's more than I one. I certainly would hope not. <laughs> so there is now congressional support for this. Oh, God. The museum just opened, thanks to $500 million from the family that owns Hobby Lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I smell collusion. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, it is being deemed by a Representative Robert Pittenger uh, from North Carolina. It says that it is a completely non-sectarian museum. It is just the history of the Bible put into museum. Wait a uh, second. How, how could you be, all right, so non-sectarian as in any Christian religion or right. any religion? Well, it's, it's non-sectarian as in it's just the history of the Bible. You don't okay. even have to be religious. It is the complete history of the except until you go into it. In which case, mm -hmm. uh, you will see that it is entirely designed by the Protestant frame of mind. They are definitely selling the idea of G Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely there to engage people into uh, the ideas that are contained in the Bible, but but very specifically, uh, it 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 doesn't include anything to do with Catholicism. Uh, specifically, uh -huh. it it's very much the the people who own Hobby Lobby. It's it's what they believe in a museum. So it's Protestant. Are they showing off their Iraqi artifacts in there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to put them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How close is this museum to the Holocaust Museum? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Or well, two, yeah. in any case. Yeah. Too close. So this uh, this congressman has uh, described the Bible as being non-sectarian, and he has proposed HCON Res 94 that uh, recognizes the opening of non-sectarian museum of the Bible, the only museum of its size and scope in the world devoted exclusively to the Bible. And uh, so I don't know what this is calling for, but he wants to recognize it in an official government document from Congress. It, it just means that there is something in the Library of Congress that acknowledges that the place exists functionally. That's all it does. I don't know what that gets them, but it yeah, right. I, I was like, it, it does exist. Yes, it gets some recognition. <laughs> I would wonder if the Holocaust Museum has been recognized. I wonder if um, the Black History Museum has been recognized. I wonder if this is is this a normal thing for real museums, and they're just trying to make this look like a real museum. It's one of those things to just let you know. Like, remember that? Remember a couple of years ago that one congressman was like, put this bill forth that he just wanted to reconfirm that mm. in God we trust was on our money. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's like, we know that. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're not changing that. We're fine. Yeah. He's like, okay. You know, it's just, one, I think it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's dumb. It's a waste of time, as is the whole museum. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a cool looking building, though. I'll give them that. It is a cool looking building. From the outside. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, it's got some stained glass. It might be cool looking from the inside, too, if you just ignore the, the subject matter. <laughs> yeah, churches are cool to look at. They are. Like them big, fan, old, fancy, old ones. They really but, monopolized you know, the, the architects for quite a while. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so the last piece of news that I have was, real quick, a second judge has stopped the transgender ban on the military. Um, I thought this was a, a good thing and worth me- mentioning. Yeah. There's been another judge that has ruled that the transgender military ban is uh, not going to stand. And he also cited how much damage just the idea of the executive order had, had caused uh, within the military. So way to go. Woo, judge. Yay. <laughs> yeah, but I thought the generals had already said that this wasn't happening or that they would look at it if they weren't doing it. Well, they said that they weren't going to do anything until they got a directive from the Secretary of Defense. Right. Which I don't think was forthcoming. No, I don't think it was. But That was just pure distraction technique. I just like it when judges rule against Trump. Yeah. No, I don't. I hear that. So there were several things about Trump we wanted to talk about. Uh, the first thing on my list, three-dimensional chess. This has been something that uh, I think, the, what was it? There was a Vice news show about the three-dimensional chess. The idea that, well, is Trump is Trump doing three-dimensional chess? And maybe we don't understand all the moves he's making, but he, he's got a lot going on and, and he's playing a more advanced game than us. Um, if you get a chance, no. watch the Vice uh, show uh, because uh, specifically on this, because they actually go to a chess master, a uh, grand champion, and talk about three-dimensional chess. And he basically describes that it's really, if you want to actually play chess, you need to play the, the regular chess. Three-dimensional chess is just kind of a silly take on chess. And then they go out. Wasn't it invented on Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Like they just showed it in the background. Yeah. And then they went to a guy who has really dedicated his whole garage to playing three-dimensional chess. And uh, this guy was so dorky. It was amazing. And they talked to him about it, and he's just like, no, Trump's an idiot. Trump Trump couldn't handle three-dimensional chess. Well, the fucker's playing checkers. He's not playing chess even. Yeah, right. He, he barely understands what the office is that he is sitting in, let alone the complexities around it. He... Yeah. The idea that he's playing three-dimensional chess and how it, how the news anchors, what what they mean when they say it, it's mm. just, no, no. He's, he's not. He understands, <laughs> he understands branding, because that's what he does for a living, and he understands um, manipulating the media and getting them to look at the monkey. Ooh, look at the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And I'm not even sure he even really understands that. <sighs> I think he just, it's just his natural reaction to distract. Mm-hmm. Sure, and I don't. I don't think he's going like, yes, yeah, is totally going to get the heat off me, you know, whatever. Like, I just don't see. I. I mean, if you it's just listen that. to him talk yeah. for five minutes, <laughs> he is a fucking moron. <laughs> well, it, the weird part is, is that he used to be able to string sentences together, but in the past, but in the past yeah. ten years, he hasn't been able to, and it's getting worse. Yeah, it, they're not His stream of consciousness. Talk is oh, crazy. Yeah. And just They're not to, complete thoughts. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and just to give you an idea as to how bad his stream of consciousness is, is this week, while addressing the, uh, the the code talkers, the native, uh-huh. what is it, the Navajo <laughs> code yeah. talkers, he brought up Elizabeth Warren and called her Pocahontas. And he did it not only in front of them, but in reference to them. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he it, talked about there's another, you know, great Indian name that I like to use. 
and and referred to her as Pocahontas. I mean, how how ignorant, how childish do you have to be to think, oh, there's Indians in front of me. I know this word. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it in front of a giant portrait of Andrew Jackson, you know, the president, the, you know, the trail of <laughs> they tears. They killed all the Indians. They killed all the Indians. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing was amazing. He, uh, the best part about that was he's like, other people call her Pocahontas, mm. to which everyone's like, no, only you do that, asshole. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that goes to the last point on here that I added. He has started the he's, he, he, he does this constantly. He tries to make things, things that other people say. I mean, so he's trying to make the switch that other people called her Pocahontas. I was just replicating that and, and saying what they said. It wasn't just me. And he'll say that and he'll say it again and again and again and people will believe him. And now he's starting to make the term with the Access Hollywood tapes. He's starting to say now, even though in the past he said, oh, yeah, I said that. I apologize to my wife for that. It was inappropriate. Now he's saying, oh, we're looking into that, but it, it could have been faked. Well, he hasn't made a public statement saying that. He said it behind closed doors to a staffer and to more than one some so. yeah and that's congressman is like that i mean I, I mean i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that one day sarah huckabee sanders will come out and say no that is absolutely fake that's what the president believes so it's true right <laughs> like i wouldn't doubt that they'll make a public statement about that but yeah he, he tries he changes untruths into into you know established statements and i'm not gonna yeah, say like truth, a but... child like a child yeah boy. he tries to change the facts I was I was watching the Young Turks about they were talking about this and uh Cenk was like I really wish after Trump had made that statement that they handed the mic to the to the uh Native American chief that was standing there or whoever he was and he just grabs the mic and he's like hey you know what fuck you and fuck this Andrew Jackson guy right here yeah. <laughs> Well, if you look at their face funny because I, I kind of rewound it and watch it again their faces don't react at all to him you well, know they're old men they probably have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Either that or they've seen shit, and this man does not phase them. <laughs> well, I think that the tribal elders came out, and they're like, look, we don't want to get tangled up in this bullshit, but, uh, you know, it's just another example of how we've been, you know, marginalized and, and looked at right. type of thing. Agreed. And, you know, also, that allegation about Elizabeth Warren is, su is supposedly not true, that that's made-up shit. What was that the they can't find any reference to her... Suppose What's that? She, what was... she tried to she tried to get into college saying that she was a uh, minority and that she had um, Indian blood. Mm. Right. But they pulled up her her uh, application and she put down white. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but once it's out there, it's out there. Right. It's, you, you make up your new facts. Yeah. You make up the new truth. Yeah. <sighs> and then did you see Huckabee Sanders defending him on this? On the Pocahontas thing? Yeah. No. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Th this is another one whose soul is just shriveled up to nothing. Yeah. She out – they're out there to, like, asking her questions like, do you really think that that's proper what he did? Like, <laughs> that seems so racially insensitive to say a slur like that. And her response was, I think it's worse what Elizabeth Warren did. <laughs> Immediately. And, the next, and, and she just, like, dismissed <laughs> it, went to the next guy, and the next guy's like – yeah, we're not done with this line of questioning. Uh, and he went on, and she just kept harping that one, what he said was not a slur, which I'm kind of up in the air on that, yeah. too. But And two, what Elizabeth Warren did was way worse than what he just said. 
what even if, though there's no facts to back up that claim. Right. But we have him on tape. Right. But that could be fake news now, too. I don't know. Because right. we had him on tape before, and now he's saying it was doctored. <laughs> I still don't even – even if she did it, even if on her, her application it had Native American and she had tried to go that route, I've – I have seen this several times, people in my family who have tried to apply for colleges that – there was a story in my background that one of my great-grandfathers or whatever, that there was some Native American blood. It's not true. It never has been true. But when you've grown up and one of your grandparents tells you this and you believe, you believe it, it. Yeah. why wouldn't you try to apply and get, get uh, you know, lowered funding or whatever you can get because you think it's true? I don't, you think I mean, you're one-eighth you right. know, Native American. Well, it, my, my sister-in-law... Same problem. You know, she did the genetic study thing. She thought that she was partially Native American. The genetic study came back and said, no, yeah, you're European. And she went, oh, poo. <laughs> Every white person says they got part Native American right. in them. I am going to find out soon because I just did 23 in me. <laughs> nice. Did you? Yeah, except I spit ha. into my mother's container. So <laughs> oh, so it's going to be about They're going to come back. Uh, Mrs. Lanham, we're, we heard you were a 72-year-old woman, but it turns out you're a 42-year-old male. <laughs> so they just had a special on that, and uh, I think Karen Karen got it for us as well. Yeah, they had a twofer. Yeah, that's why we got it. Yep. Wacky. Meh. Why not? I, I, I guess. I mean, everybody just has different hobbies. Hmm. I just, I'm just i just on the complete other side of the fence as you guys, and I, I rarely find myself there. <laughs> Where? Like, I saw the commercial. I've, I've seen a million commercials for 23andMe, and they were like, oh, look, she's this percent this and this percent this. And I looked at that and went, who gives a shit? Next. <laughs> well, like, I have no interest in my heritage. <laughs> not even the tiniest bit. Well, does not I, matter. I, oh, does I'm not curious. influence who I am at all. I have you don't ever sit there and think <laughs> about how many generations of people that you're related to? Nope. Well, I don't know. What do you do with your yeah. spare time? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Take a, care of your kid. Uh, <laughs> Usually. <laughs> well, I mean, you get you get you find some interesting things like you know Ray's great I don't know third great grandmother I think it was um, whose name was Sitchy he lived to be 107 back in the late 18 or the late 1700s. Ooh, that's impressive. That's a long time. A yeah, hey, long my great grandfather lived to be 104. Nice. <laughs> I met him. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's pictures of me and him. He's drinking that Russian or eating that Russian yogurt that keeps you alive. <laughs> so back on Trump, we got yes. a few more things. The animal trophies. Does anybody uh. have any idea what's going on with <laughs> the animal trophies from Africa? Because I know, I mean, we know that the whole thing probably started with Don Jr. and yeah. and Eric, right? Because they right. we we know that they've been big game hunting. There are. There's physical evidence. They like that. And uh, well, he actually said something about it, didn't he? He said that a couple of different times spoke out about uh, the, the, the hunting and how it helped the population of the elephants, which makes no sense whatsoever. I, you know, I hear that the, the both arguments for that all the time. And I do not know what is true anymore. I can tell you for for sure that the idea of killing things to preserve them is kind of not true <laughs> but i hear the argument that that since that brings in so much money for these african tribes that they're more likely to raise more elephants or raise more lions because uh because people want to come in and kill them which again i don't understand that part no. but especially especially um, with an animal that can live for 60 years i mean you're, you're taking out a significant amount of the population if you're killing one of them one of them 
Well, I mean, I don't know how many of these ones. Again, I don't know because I constantly hear different things about that. Mm. My understanding, is, I mean, first off, yes, that is the argument that the hunters pay a lot of money and they use that money to further the conservation areas that allow the animals. Why don't they get the money from somewhere else instead of killing off the animals that they're trying to help? Ecotourism would bring in way more money and it doesn't involve losing the animals. I think it's a handy argument because I pretty much guarantee you that the people making the money are the outfits that are doing the hunting things. They're nothing. The money does not go to the local tribe. It doesn't go to the local farmers whose fences <laughs> get knocked down by the elephants or any of that bullshit. You mean the trickle down economics isn't working even in <laughs> Africa? No, it does not work there. It's complete bullshit. I can almost guarantee you. Now, barring whether or not it's true or not, I just don't get the. Mm. I want to travel, spend $50,000, shoot an elephant, and hold up its tail that I cut off, and then go home. Especially with a you know a fifty caliber rifle from a half a mile away. Oh yeah, there's, I mean, and there's no sporting aspect no. to it. I mean, most of the times they don't they lead the animals into like an enclosed area. Well, not it's enclosed, a, but like a small a, like you know a controlled area. Yeah, a controlled area. Yeah. I mean, what do you get out of that? Dominion over the earth. <laughs> You're already Donald Trump Jr. Right. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> never going to want for anything. I I think like it, what it, you, it's a big part of guns are fun. They they don't let me but shoot, you can shoot it to They don't <laughs> let me shoot poor people, so I have to take it out on these elephants. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure if Donald Trump wanted to hunt the most dangerous game, that he could find a place to do that somewhere. <laughs> don't think he hasn't thought about it. <laughs> I just what I don't get is that the fact that Trump came out what two days later and said that it's an awful practice and we're going to look at it more. But I have, I have a sneak Melania and um, Ivanka are my guess and the public outcry. Oh, the moderating influences. <laughs> they they if nothing else, I think that they are. Nope, nothing yeah. else is where you should have ended sure. that sentence. Yep. They bring nothing to the table. No, agreed. I don't. Oh, Certainly not Melania. Do, oh, <laughs> do yourself a favor though, and go take a look at the decorations that she's done for the White House. Oh my God! First of all, I saw <laughs> oh that God. video. That is such bullshit. It is horrific. It is, but it's such <laughs> bullshit. She had nothing to do with that other than we're setting up the decorations. Come here, we're going to film you like you did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, it, it, I think it's definitely uh, – she had a, a hand in the styling because it is butt ugly. And there's one where there's these white twigs down this dark hallway and at the very end there's a Christmas tree. And if it turned into a clown and ran at me, I would not be surprised. It is horrible. <laughs> First of all, do they even celebrate Christmas on whatever planet she's from? <laughs> uh, I think so. She could, yeah, she's Slavic, so she's got to be Christian. <laughs> no, she's not from the solar system. <laughs> oh, she's Catholic. No, she's a Catholic. <laughs> That's right, because remember she, when she went uh, to visit the Pope, she had the veil and stuff on. So, yeah. Anyway, animal trophies. But it's all wrong. regardless, <laughs> back, to, back to the animals, yeah. though, and regardless of why people do that, what is the benefit of doing that to for the United States, of allowing them to bring the trophies back? There's no economic benefit to that for us. No. No, I don't see how. It's just it's, it's just, it's just fuck you, Obama, or yeah. whoever made the yeah. – it's got to be Obama, that, that, right? Oh, that has well, to they, be. There's your answer. <laughs> Well, then why is Trump going – I don't know why Trump is so dead set against it now. Somebody got to him. I don't know. Maybe it was his kid. Who knows? I don't but know. He, it could he even did be, have that crazy stuffed lion. It could uh, even be Bannon thinking, I don't want all that money leaving the borders and going to Africa. Like, I, Maybe. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. I just was curious if anybody had an idea. Mm. 
<laughs> so have you guys heard for, heard about Kushner recently? <laughs> I feel like I did. Didn't he got some undisclosed Russian money? Again, 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 again. Yeah. Yes. So yet- <laughs> I heard that. That Donald's trying to shuttle him in Ivanka out of fucking yeah, Washington. I wouldn't doubt it. Yet again, something that Kushner overlooked in his mm-hmm. paperwork. It's strange that every single thing that he overlooked in his paperwork has something to do with money from Russia. Yeah. He completely overlooked meetings with Russia, with this this company that has Russian money. He just ironically okay. left all the Russian stuff out of his paperwork. <laughs> Ray, his receptionist, hit send on that email before he had a chance to finish right. it. <laughs> it's uh, never his so fault. Obvious. But the other thing about him is when he got into the White House, they made him king of everything. Trump was mm-hmm. like, he's in charge of this and that and the other. And recently in the White House, nothing. They've been keeping him more and more quiet. And I, I agree. I think... Uh, I think uh, Donnie Little Hands is trying to sweep him under the rug and get him out of town before uh, before the shit hits the fan. Jared Kushner, he just got the coffee. He was the coffee boy. Yeah. <laughs> Very minor role. Very minor. Yeah. Small part of organization. Didn't he already talk I to- I bet no one even remembered his name. <laughs> didn't, didn't he already talk to Mueller as well? Yeah, there was something about that. No. Well, they're, say, they're saying he's next. Yeah. The next indictment coming out is for him. So the last thing on the list here... I didn't think it was possible to be dumber than Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing on the yeah. list here is Flynn Flip. Uh, is that obviously Mueller is going to be looking at trying to get uh, Flynn to give him all the information. Do you think right. that... I mean, is that what that's referring to? The Flynn flipping and getting information yes. on Kushner? So This is what I heard. Okay. Oh, go ahead, sir. I heard um, that uh, Flynn's lawyers are no longer talking to Trump's lawyers. They had a sh- um, sharing of information agreement, and that you know they tell each other basically any information that uh, about the about the Mueller's investigation. Yeah, they don't have that anymore. So that is typically an indication that uh, Flynn is working with the, the prosecutor in this case, who would be Mueller, in order to get himself a cushy deal and not spend all of the rest of his life in jail. And what I heard is is that Mueller does not make a deal with Flynn to punch down. Oh, no. He doesn't do it to get Manafort or Papadop or any of these guys. He nope. does it to punch up. And you don't get farther up than Donald Trump. No. But can you go up from Flynn to Don Jr. or Kushner? No, I would say they're on the same level. Okay. Because neither one of them really held any – well, Don Jr. doesn't hold any position. He doesn't even work at the White House. True. But Kushner, he was an advisor, right? He didn't have like an official – no, he does not uh, have a Senate-approved post. <laughs> right. Either way, and it's made me happy. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's Trump's lawyers are not talking to Flynn's lawyers anymore. So yeah, I think you're right. I think you know he is going straight for the jugular at this point. Yay! <laughs> Can he get Kushner to flip? Ooh, that'd be tough. You'd have to get. I mean, a, here's I, the thing. It's, I mean, like if they start throwing him under the bus, he'd he'd end up with a divorce. Depends on how much he loves his wife. Yeah, I don't know. She's. I would. I would imagine quite a bit. Now, granted, all I have to base my assumption on is the stereotypical Jewish aspect. I know nothing about Kushner <laughs> other than he's married to Ivanka Trump and he's a Jew. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> he speaks, and he sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. He speaks <laughs> so little. I, I mean, I really uh. have nothing to base this on. Could he flip? No. Nah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it depends on Ivanka. Yes. If Ivanka's like, oh, man, I got, you know, I'm filing for divorce, you know, or whatever. Mm. I mean, because if you ask me, that marriage seems so arranged. Well, that's kind of something like I've been... between like 
House Lannister and House Tyrell. <laughs> well, could Kushner – I mean, Kushner has obviously been in the pocket of the Russians for quite some time. This goes back for sure. quite a long way. As have the Trumps, apparently. As have the Trumps. Could this be kind of an, an arranged marriage between, a you know, the made Russian man and the Trump family? Hmm. Yeah. A marriage of convenience that worked out okay. <laughs> it seems far fetched, and yet at this point, yeah, not that far. <laughs> now, is Kushner's father in prison? He was. I don't know if he still is. He did prison okay. time. Yes, I forget what for. See, that makes me, that makes me feel like it is less likely that Kushner would flip. Mm. He knows how to keep his mouth shut and do his time and come out a rich man. Okay, on the other side, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. If he gets a an, an less than twenty year sentence, he'll probably deal with it. But you guys really think so? <sighs> I mean, when his father went to jail, he was like an older man. Mm. I mean, Jared Kushner's thirty five, thirty six, and you and you're going to tell him he's going to go to jail for twenty years, and he's going to be like, "I'll take it." Well, remember a <laughs> like twenty the mob. <laughs> it, remember, it's it's you know white collar crime. Yeah, 20, twenty. Yeah, twenty years is out in four. Right. Twenty years is not twenty years. Right. Eleven at the outside. Yeah. You know. Well, again, I say a lot of this depends on Trump and Ivanka and how they treat him in the press. Yes, I agree completely. And it also depends on who they think is going to be president next, and will he pardon them all? And then they get out of jail the next day. <laughs> oh, Trump gets a pardon no matter what. Yes. I call that. Yeah. I, that's, that's absolutely. And I, I think I think uh, Nixon was pardoned for a, for a very good reason, same reason, and that it just let the country move on, mm-hmm. and probably the same thing would happen. He's a 77-year-old man. Just let him go back to his high-rise in New York City and pretend he doesn't exist anymore. Plus, it helps Pence because then it looks he'll look good in Trump supporters' eyes because he pardoned him. Right. Yeah, it's a win for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, okay. So last final thing, man of the year. Yeah. I assume we all heard about this, right? <laughs> right. That, uh, what a dipshit. Oh, is this where he, he claimed that he had been asked to be Times man or people, someone's man of the year, and he turned them down. Right, because he'd have to have a photo shoot and a uh, and an interview, and he didn't have time for that, so he turned him down. Well, <laughs> they, said pr- they said probably, and probably wasn't good enough. Yeah, and then they came out and said that absolutely didn't happen. Yeah. Right. It's, that's not how this works. The president is incorrect. <laughs> how many times can a president get caught in an outright lie and have no effect whatsoever? Mm. Thousands of it Four years? Yeah. <laughs> All right, does anybody have anything else they want to discuss? Hell no. I do. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I mean, no. <laughs> Go for it. Ian? I was on outing for Thanksgiving, which took me through Western New York. This is kind of a two-parter. One part's not really related to the show. It was just the number of signs that I saw on the way there that suggested that Andrew Cuomo should be impeached, and I couldn't find out... Hmm why they wanted this until we drove home so i got to see the backsides of all the signs <laughs> apparently it's because of the, the the safe act in new york and that is the most abhorrent thing you could possibly think of because it Sank. disrespects the second amendment what is the safe act uh, the safe act there's uh, i believe there's a mandatory waiting period for guns let me the Safe Act stops criminals and dangerously mentally ill from buying a <laughs> gun. People from buying a gun. Oh, oh yes, by requiring all right. by requiring universal background checks on gun purchases and increasing <laughs> increasing penalties who use illegal guns. Oh, and it mandates life in prison without parole for anyone who murders a first responder. Well, that all seems quite seems reasonable. reasonable. Yeah, 
impeach that man. I don't understand what you guys are saying. Madness. But here's what here's what I really wanted to talk about because it left me totally flummoxed. There was we 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 stopped at some restaurant that I don't want to discuss. We had a below average experience. Anyway, pulling into the parking lot of this establishment, there was a truck parked in front of us and it had a bumper sticker that said one nation under god deal with it that left me confused on almost every level because i was like well maybe they're trying to no well maybe uh, hmm. perhaps they mean no and i just like went back and forth and back and forth and uh you know fortunately as i was saying we didn't we you know we we Almost never got served our brunch, (laughs) so I had tons of time to think about it, but I still haven't made a lot of headway. (laughs) Like, I have a lot of theories, but all of them I'm like, no, why? Who would? No. Do you guys have any any thoughts on that? I said, one nation under God, deal with it. Yeah. I I think it is a, this is a Christian nation. Shut the fuck up. That was my original thought. The only thing I can come up with. (laughs) I was yeah. like, well, my thought was, again, one, I didn't realize that there are people who find that issue controversial to the point where it requires a bumper sticker. <laughs> two, I was like, and again, on that same note, I was like, is this a is this a hot button thing that I'm not hearing about? I, I, I even, you know, do an atheist podcast <laughs> once a week and we're not on there being like, strike that! I'm tired of having One Nation Under God in the Pledge. I'm tired of having In God We Trust on Our Money. This is nonsense. It's tearing the country apart. <laughs> and then at the same time, I was like, One Nation Under God, deal with it. No? <laughs> they added that back in the 50s? Yeah. Logic should dictate that if there's enough people that want to get rid of that, that we shouldn't have to deal with it, and we should be have to go ahead and be able to get rid of that. Yeah. Like it just absolutely, I couldn't fully wrap my head around it. Killed yeah, me. I don't. Uh, I don't like the fact that it's on our money that it's in the pledge. I don't. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't like that. I don't have a bumper sticker that says "Deal with it." Like I want to get rid of that. Deal with it. <laughs> like God doesn't exist. Deal with it. <laughs> I might look for one now. <laughs> I guess. I just. I. I guess I don't know what sort of interaction that that man or woman who drove that truck could have had that would have inspired yeah. them to to be like, yeah, I'm tired of all these atheists and these goddamn liberals or whatever telling me but we're not one nation under God. I'm you like, just answered your own did- question. Yeah. <laughs> that was the reason. <laughs> How did that happen? Who did, who who is... Oh, man, I, join I, the I, Milford Burrow page, Ian. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> baby. There are people so like this weird. all over the place. There's a, there's, a, there's a very similar thing that happens, too, when you're arguing with the far-right people. They say, well, Trump is the president. Get over it. It's like, that's, well, that's not what we were talking about. We weren't... I know he's the president. We're disagreeing about something separate, and they're, it's, it's their comeback. It's the only <laughs> argument they have. <laughs> right, right. I'm not, I'm not arguing about the legitimacy of his ascension to that right. office, even though I, I yeah. am. <laughs> um, there could be a case made there. There could be a case, right. but that's not what we're right. talking about. Yeah. Yes, we're specifically talking about his behavior in that office and his unwillingness to accept or understand the roles of said office. Right. Or I think reality in general. 
I, I, I think we we tend to bring up um, uncomfortable arguments, so they don't want to have the conversation. So deal with it is just a way of saying that this is this is what I believe, and I'm not prepared to talk to you about it. That's just the way it is. It's a way to cut off conversation okay. or moderation. Yep, I'm done. This is the way it is. Go fuck yourself. Right. But they can't okay. put that on a bumper sticker and sell it. Right. It's too long. Sure. That's fine. <laughs> that makes me feel I, 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 I do understand it a little more. And then to follow up on that note, I will say, even though I wasn't going to, if you do ever find yourself <laughs> in Warsaw, New York, and you're hungry, and you think about stopping at the uh, crow's nest for some food, and you're not from Warsaw, New York, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Burn! Got them. I'm so angry. It totally, it, it was tough because it totally made sense to me because we were so, you know, obviously not from there. Mm. Uh, you know, we were just, you know, totally stuck out, even though we weren't that far from home. But, and, but why be dicks? You know, well, <laughs> see, and it, it really burned me up because the food was delicious. Mm. And it just, you know, we ordered like we had breakfast food. So, you know, my wife ordered scrambled eggs and toast her mom ordered scrambled eggs and toast my son had a pancake and i ordered corned beef hash and eggs that somehow took 45 minutes to get out of the kitchen wow you know as we watched them you know bypass our ticket to serve uh you know the the regular customers mm. you know and it occurred to me that you know they probably simply knew that even if they had given me amazing service i still would have never come back <laughs> sure so so why not you know, cater to everybody else and, you know, just tell me where to stick it. Mm. You're obviously just passing through, so. Yeah. Less of a value proposition. Mm. Absolutely. Boy, it burned me up. That and that bumper sticker really <laughs> made the drive home long. <laughs> On a quick note, and I, because I really do want to get out of here. <laughs> I walked would. out of the casino the other day and a guy had a bumper sticker that said, guns don't kill people, abortions do. <sighs> Wow. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's like a twofer. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I disagree with you, but uh, whatever. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we've got for this week. Uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can share the podcast on social media, leave reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you happen to listen. If you'd like to contact us, please message us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet to us at profanearg, or you could also send an email godless at profaneargument.com also please check out other shows on the soon to be named network which you can find on soon to be named network.com podcasts that are devoted to comics movies tv video games anything to fill your podcasting needs i want to thank everyone for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian <laughs> good night and may your god go with you Sorry, I'm thinking about that bumper sticker again. It's just getting... <laughs> uh, bye, friends. Bye. <laughs>